This is Ian Clayton, Wisdom's Echo, a podcast by Origin Gate. Thank you for listening to the last uh, episode we did. I'm going to again pick it up there and just work my way through some more scriptures for you here that may be of benefit for you. Um, the last session we did was on, on Proverbs 9 verse 5, Come eat, eat of my bread and drink of the wine which I've mingled. It's so fascinating, I'm, I've, and I mentioned some of this in the last um, podcast I did. It's completely fascinating that um, the word mingling my wine actually comes from some roots that don't really mean wine as in the wine we drink from a barrel, but actually is to do with the um, mixing of opioids, which... which now, please don't don't get me wrong here. I'm not talking that the, about the spirit of wisdom creating pharmacia to find a way to do something here. But what it really refers to is a place where a person's mind and heart become so overwhelmed with the presence of Yahweh that everything around them um, begins to get forgotten. It really empowers a trance-like estate that... Um, can come from your entanglement and your willingness to sit and learn from the spirit of wisdom. I, I find sometimes that my mind and my heart get completely changed by just sitting there, not having to be an active participator in speaking or even uh, other, other than just sitting to receive. One of the things as a tutor and instructor that I've always found with the any one of the seven spirits of Yahweh is that they are only too happy to engage with us when they see that we have engaged with ourselves and actually come in to learn of the ways of Yahweh. And so the next scripture here it says, forsake the foolish and live and go in the way of understanding. I want to talk about these two things here because they're almost like the the, the same coin but two completely different sides. One is the destruction and chaos that is associated with the way that the world seems to engage with Yahweh, particularly with regards to the way people treat the spirit of wisdom. And, and she's saying here, forsake, look, forsake, your, forsake the foolish and live. What does that mean? It's the foolish ways of a man trying to build his own wisdom without a connected, tutored relationship with her trying to establish who they are in their own footholds or on their own in their own abilities one of the things that i despise mostly about intellectual discussions sometime is about how people have their own um, feelings about the way they feel about their intellectualism that creates this thing of being foolish and now please don't get me wrong there are genuine intellectuals that i think are absolutely amazing and have a capacity to bring to reality the verbal understanding of things for me that is also an entanglement entanglement with the spirit of wisdom but i'm just talking about the foolishness of intellectualism for intellectualism's sake where people might use strong big flowery words but actually have no substance for me the measure of intellectualism is based around the character of a person what is their character like? Does it carry the sufficiency of what Yahweh's design and desire is to see all of this come to pass in the life of a person? So for, for sake of foolish 
um, and live. So one of the key ways for you and I to enjoy life is to stop trying to find benefit in our own works. Everything we do must be centered around Yahweh. It says, and go in the way of understanding. I want to talk a little bit about this issue of the way of understanding here. It's like the ways of God, the ancient ways. It's the the way of the tree of life. It's like, it's, it's not those, but this is the same way that it's talking about. It's a journey and a pathway that a wise man goes on who understands the necessity that it is not about him and about who he is being being manifested, but rather about who Yahweh is and about the full measure of Christ in him, that hope of glory being manifested here in the face of the earth. I, I just think it's it's fascinating how 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 the way of understanding is never never about knowledge. Understanding is about the lattice work of how something is made up, not just the knowledge of it. One of the key strategies that Yahweh gave me personally many, many years ago, he said to me very, very succinctly, I need you to teach my people how, not just what to do, but actually how to do it, the, the nuts and bolts, the process of of the architecture of the way that Yahweh has constructed things so that it helps people come into the experience of it. I find a lot of people today give a lot of um, a lot of knowledge with a very little understanding. And for me, it's about the way of understanding is coming to a point where in our journey with Yahweh, we find it sufficient to be able to bring to the fall around us through our communication, through our lifestyle with Yahweh, having a connection with Yahweh himself that actually can be revealed in us in the way we bring understanding about the architecture of the way that the kingdom structures. And so when we're talking about wisdom here, we're talking about the architecture of the way that her function within humanity is manifested. And it's this architecture that is so important kind of going forward. Then it says this, He that reproves, reproves a scorner gets to himself shame, and he that rebukes a wicked man gets to himself a blot. It is so weird. Why do we try and reprove a scorner? It's, that's the very thing we want to do is to, is to reprove them. But it says here, if you reprove a scorner, you get to get yourself shame. Isn't it amazing how many times we try and justify ourselves or try and and engage with someone who is who is a scorner about what we do, who we are, the process of what goes on around us. When we try and justify ourselves or reprove them or bring correction to them, it actually, it actually, all it does for you and I is it heaps shame upon us. And the see, he that re, that rebukes a wicked man gets himself a blot. Like, if you like, I, I I sometimes go, Lord, how how does this work? This is almost contrary to the very nature of who we are. Which, of course, this is the way it is. That Yahweh seems to want the contrary. You know, if you're 
enemy slaps your right cheek, give him the left. You know, I mean, these are the things that seem to be completely contrary to the way humanity functions at this point in time. And I just think it's important that we understand that the, the this 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 the way of Yahweh here, which is the way of understanding, the way of understanding is don't bother about reproving a scorner, and don't rebuke a wicked man because you get yourself a blot, which means a blot means there's a place that is no longer able to be recognized. And I, I don't know about you, but I don't want to have a lot of blots around my life. I don't want a lot of places in my life that are not recognizable by Yahweh. Then it says, reprove not a scorner, lest he hate you, rebuke a wise man, and he will love you. Isn't it fascinating how you got reprove a scorner and you get yourself shame, rebuke a wicked man and you get yourself a blot, reprove a scorner, lest he, sorry, um, reprove not a scorner, lest he, lest he hate you. So isn't it fascinating how the heart of a person who is a scorner has no place actually for correction and and to me this is one of the key components about our lifestyle and who we are when you have a scorner and you try and bring correction to them all you do is create in them a hatred because they know they're wrong and actually they don't want to change and so a person who is a scorner is one for me is someone who is finds it very difficult to actually change their lifestyle to actually get connected with Yahweh in the right way. Um, and, and, and yet it goes, a, re, a rebuke a wise man and he will love you. Isn't it fascinating how I've always found the best way to see a wise person is to find the person who is speaking the least. Now, it's fascinating for me that you can be in a group of people and you can have someone who knows so much and is so content and so secure in, this, in themselves that they don't need to put themselves forward to have a voice. Just by being there, they become a voice. And for me, this is the state of the way um, that Yahweh engages with us in the, in the, way, um, in the way of understanding is that when you have an understanding of the nuts and bolts of how everything operates, just because you're there, you already have an established process of government that'll sit over everything that's going on around you. That goes on here. Um, Forsake the foolish and live, go and go in the way of understanding. He that reproves a scorner gets himself shame, and he that rebukes a wicked man gets himself a blot. Reprove, do not reprove a scorner, lest he hate you. Rebuke a wise man, and he will love you. I always find that a wise person is someone who responds right when a rebuke comes. Now, um, it's not the job of everyone around you to rebuke you. This is about like personal connectedness, one-on-one -on -one instruction. A person who is wise has only built good relationships around them. Person who is wise has built established relationships and has friendship relationships with men and women who are able to speak into his life or into her life, where there is a, a place of connection and common union that, that that engages to reveal the wisdom of Yahweh in the middle of it all. For me, when I've had someone that has come to me that I'm in good relationship with and and rebuke 
or say something that has been corrective, which is really what the word rebuke means there. Correct a wise man and he will love you. I've always found that there's an increase in the love for that person when there's correction has been done in, the, in that way. It says, give instruction to a wise man and he will yet be wiser. Teach a just man and he will increase in learning. These are so important. One of the things I love about doing what we do is that occasionally within the body of Christ, you find someone who, that we all have bents, okay? There's nothing wrong with not having a bent for justice or being just. There are, there are definitely people who have a creative bent towards that propensity within their life. And, and I've always found that it's these people that will celebrate the greatest with the least amount of teaching and will celebrate Yahweh in the greatest in the way it's expressed through their life to the world that's around them. So give instruction to a wise man and he will yet be wiser. Teach a just man and he will increase in learning. A just man, a person that has that arena of justice around them to, to right wrongs, and I'm not talking about the religious actions of accusation. I'm talking about the internal motive. And, and often you find these people actually are judges already. There are people who are in the law system who have that secret of Yahweh that is connected to them and their ability to actually be able to bring instruction and all of these things and receive instruction and learn about the ways of law and all these things. There, there are people already discovered some of these things. But but teach a just man, and he will increase in learning. I, I've got a young friend of mine um, who's in the United States, a young lawyer. I just love being around him and his wife because there is a realm of justice that sits inside of him that is just amazing. Prophetic is all get out, but actually um, it's, there's a realm of justice that sits inside of him. When you give him something, he doesn't just take it. He learns about it, and you see the increase of learning in his life and expression that is around him. Then it says, fear the Lord. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and knowledge of the holy is understanding. I want to pick those two, this verse 10 up in the next podcast I do with you because I need to give it more time than the last few seconds here of this podcast. But I want you to go away with this thought. Find people who are wise Get next to them and learn from them. Allow them to correct your life. Find people who are just because you will see that when you speak together, knowledge will be unlocked around you. I've always found the spirit of wisdom wants fellowship with men and women who engage actively in this way. This is Ian Clayton signing off for Wisdom's Echo, a podcast by Origin Gate.